First, we opened the shutters of a window, which looked out across a narrow stone-flagged yard at the blank face of a stable, pointed to look like the front of a miniature house. There were no windows in it, so we were not afraid of being overlooked. We did not lose any time in examining the chests. With the tools which we had brought with us, we opened them one by one and treated them as we had treated those others in the old chapel. It was evident to us that the Count was not at present in the house, and we proceeded to search for any of his effects. After a cursory glance at the rest of the rooms, from basement to attic, we came to the conclusion that the dining room contained any effects which might belong to the Count, and so we proceeded to minutely examine them. They lay in a sort of orderly disorder on the great dining room table. There were title deeds of the Piccadilly house in a great bundle, deeds of the purchase of the houses at Miles End and Bermondsey, notepaper envelopes and pens and ink, all were covered up in a thin wrapping paper to keep them from the dust. There was also a clothes brush, a brush and comb, and a jug and basin, the latter containing dirty water which was redden as if with blood. Last of all was a little heap of keys of all sorts and sizes, probably those belonging to the other houses. When we had examined this last find, Lord Godalming and Quincy Morris, taking accurate notes of the various addresses of the houses in the east and south, took with them the keys in a great bunch and set out to destroy the boxes in these places. The rest of us are, with what patience we can, waiting their return or the coming of the Count.'